Hi, this is Mark Sebi with Plot Points Podcast. Uh, we are here on a beautiful, well, we're here on a beautiful Sunday. You won't be hearing this until Friday, but uh, <laughs> I'm here with a good friend and uh, sometimes collaborator and co-host, uh, Christopher Styers. Hi, Chris. How are you? I'm doing fine. How are you, Mark? Great. It's been a been a good day. I had some things resolve themselves well, so I'm happy. Yeah. Before we get started, I have a couple, I mean, you and I talked about this, but James Kahn, one of our, you know, all-time favorite act has died. And you said something to the effect of his role in Godfather was really defining. Uh, Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Well, if James Kahn had done no other parts, other than that one, right? He'd be remembered, right? Yeah, it's it was just—he leaps off the screen as Sonny Corleone. Yeah, he—he yes. he was amazing, and yeah, terrific. Uh, well, I mean, all of them became superstars. Off, oh. I mean, yeah, yeah. It was—it it was a—it was a lot. I mean, we—we uh, we had you know talked about his movies and stuff, and uh-huh. he had some other really terrific films, but boy, The Godfather really was it. Um, yes. Yeah. The other thing I want to mention, so rest in peace, Mr. Khan. Uh, the other thing I want to mention is, um, it, it's kind of a weird little aside, and I don't know if people can take advantage of it at this point or not, but Amazon is offering a whole bunch of streaming services for 99 cents a month for two months. So you can get like Paramount Plus, um, d- uh, Oh God, Paramount Plus. What are the other ones? I I had a list of them here. Anyway, check it out because for their Prime Day, uh, which is coming up, they're they're giving you. And I just signed up for Paramount Plus because I want to watch the the Star Trek one uh, uh-huh. with with Pike. Uh, I had started to watch Picard at one point. I want to finish maybe do, watch the second season. And then there's there's two other shows that you've talked about. 1883. Uh-huh. which is a prequel to uh, Yellowstone. Yes. And also uh, the one about the Godfather. Um, oh, the offer. The offer. Yeah. So, um, and, and you, you among other people have talked about it. So anyway, I'm going to, I'm going to check that out. Um, okay. Anyway, uh, if you got Amazon prime, it's going to be part of your, uh, your, you it's really simple to sign up for these channels. Just remember to cancel them if you don't want them after this, the 60 days, the two months. Yeah. Also, let's see what else. Oh, uh, my article for gangsters on gangster movies dropped on creative screenwriting magazine. Unfortunately, it's only part one that he breaks the articles, my articles up into two parts, which is fine. But sometimes you can't tell that they're two parts because he puts part one and he doesn't at the end of part one say there's a part two. He, I yeah. think he spreads them out over a, a couple of weeks. Anyway, just so everybody knows, I'll put links in the uh, show notes form, but you can go to creative screenwriting magazine and do a search on my name and you'll, you'll find all my articles. So speaking of, uh, working, working, uh, what have you been, what have you been working on? Uh, I'm working on the rewrite of my, uh, screenplay Mm -hmm. and I'm getting, I'm feeling much better about it. Oh, good. And I came up with one plot thing that I'm going, Oh, this will make it better. Mm. This will make it more realistic. Plus I've been working on my main character. 
Now they're tough. And I know you've had, look, you've been writing for a lot of years and you're, yeah. you're good at making characters, but there are times where our main characters just will not come to life the way that we, right. we want them to. Um, and then we've talked a little bit about this on the podcast itself, but, um, it's, it's, I don't know, you know, it's a weird thing. I, I write unlikable main characters too. And I always think, oh, this is a great character, but yeah, it, it's tough. Anyway, you're the thing, the thing that differenti- differentiates you from a lot of other people is you know, the process is yeah. a process. You know that you're going to get to it. You get just oh, got to yeah. work on it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I myself have been working on, I, I, I'm doing an experiment. I don't know how it's going to come out. But I took one of my older scripts and I dumped it into a word processor and I'm writing it into a novella to uh, see. Yeah, to just to see. It's just just to try it out. The, the biggest problem, of course, is to change all the verb tenses from present tense to past tense. Yes. Yeah. And um, now you have you ever written a, a novel in present tense? No. 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 Have you ever written a novel in second person? No. Okay. So, uh, mine are either first person or third. Third, yeah. Well, that's the and that's the typical one, and of course, past tense is always. Yes. But I've done both. Uh, not novels, but short stories. Um, I like second second person. It's fun. Uh-huh. It's very. It gets very tedious, so you you can't do it on on a length any kind of length. But anyway, and then um, I think I'm going to uh, jump into a script at some point. Um, oh. Yeah, I, I have a, an idea that I, that's kind of knocking on my door, and I think I'm going to see what – I'm going to let the right one in. Is it uh, <laughs> the, vamp- the vampiric uh, the vampiric oh. project? Uh, let yeah. it in and let it suck the blood out of my body. So. Yeah. Um, just to remind everyone or to mention it in the first place, we're Plot Points Podcast. My name's Mark Sevy. I'm with my friend and uh, – collaborator and co-host uh, Christopher Styers. ChristopherStyers.com is his website, and you can find his work on Amazon, uh, Goodreads, uh, Barnes & Noble. He's got eight, seven, eight novels published? Eight published novels with a ninth in the editing process. Uh, un- unbelievable. And these are novels that our publisher is publishing, not – I mean, I – I, I'm big, a big fan of self-publishing, but Chris right. actually has people that, that think he's worth something. So they, uh, yeah. they'll publish his novels. So check him out. I, I like, I love Chris's writing. Um, I just read a short story of his that just blew me away. So, uh, yeah, just terrific. Anyway, good luck on the uh, ninth uh, no- novel. When yeah. you hit, when you had 10, we're going to have to go to Mexico and get drunk or something. I don't know. <laughs> You got a real collection of stuff going yeah. there. Yeah. So we're going to talk about our top five um, m- m- movies or I guess TV shows that were remade. Our favorite top five TV shows or movies that were remade that came out better or as good as the original. So I'll let you jump in there, Chris, and give me your list. Okay, I'm going to start with the oldest and then go to the newest. I have 1941's Maltese Falcon with Bogart. Mm. Okay. The Magnificent Seven in 1960. Okay. In 1982, Victor Victoria. Oh man, what a great, what a great movie. Okay. 
1999, the Thomas Crown Affair. Right. The original being, you're talking about... Um, the one with Bronson and Rene Russo. Rene Russo, which was the original was... Queen uh, and Dunaway. Exactly. Terrific. Both both yeah. terrific films, yeah. And the newest one is the Coen Brothers' True Grit. Yeah, I have that on my list, too. So, yeah, those are great. Uh, the Victor Victoria, was that, uh, I don't remember the original. Well, the original was a 1930s French film. Okay. Oh, French or German? French. Okay. I, I don't, I never saw it. So I didn't see that one either. Yeah. So I stuck to films that I have seen both versions of. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. And I, that's fine. Your list is perfectly fine, but. So I started off, I really thought you were going to say the thing. I can't believe you didn't say the thing. <laughs> well, I thought somebody else might mention yeah, thing, so, yeah, yeah. So uh, I went with some others. Yeah. Okay. Well, and, uh, and to complete the, uh, complete my uh, journey in, into that world, I, I just finished reading the short story, Who Goes There? Ah. Which is, which I found in an anthology for 99 cents on Amazon. So. Well, cool. Yeah. Um, Ocean's Eleven, uh, okay. as much as I like the Rat Pack, I mean, it is a, of its time, so it's a yeah. little, yeah, but I like the uh, remake. I thought they did a great job. And yeah. then, of course, that spun off how many sequels? Casino Royale, which I'm not okay. sure, I'm not sure if the remake is of the David Niven, Woody Allen one, the comedy kind of thing, the spoof, or if there was an earlier Casino Royale yeah. movie. I'm not, I'm not positive. One of my favorite movies because of the soundtrack is *The Star Is Born* with oh. Streisand, with Streisand and um, Chris Christopherson. Okay, and that just was remade recently with uh, Madonna and uh, Bradley Cooper, which was also very good. No, not Madonna. Uh, I'm sorry, yeah, Lady Gaga. How do yeah. I? Yeah, okay. I get the. I do. I don't know. I shouldn't get those two confused, but every once in a while, thank yeah. you for correcting me. And then *True Grit* uh was also mm-hmm. yeah now i'm going to give a, a, a honorable mention to planet of the apes because i thought they did a great job with the remake but i also you know the charlton heston version is also a classic so oh absolutely yeah. i'm going to give one other honorable mention go ahead the fly oh my god yes how did i forget that wow yeah, that's a. I love that film. I yeah. really, really love that film. So, yeah. look, folks. Uh, the thing about some of these movies is, if you don't understand the history of film, you're 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 bound to repeat either the mistakes or cheat. Yeah, the reason you need to watch classic movies is to find out what came before to understand yeah. the where your inspirations. And we all stand on the. Uh, the shoulders of giants. So, uh, yes. so give them, give them. I'm always surprised when my students either know or don't know a classic movie because I, I assume they won't. And then it's always nice to know they do. And then when they don't, it's like, wait a minute, how do you not know that film? And then you realize, oh, that was 35 years ago. Oh, oh well. <laughs> so We're Plot Points Podcast. My name's Mark Sevy. I'm with Christopher Styers. His website, ChristopherStyers.com, has some information on it that you can uh, partake of. You can also find an author page for him on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Goodreads, Smashwords, just about anywhere. He's he's really an accomplished writer. Um, and I know right now he's working on some – he's been working on – you've been working on scripts for a while. Yeah. Yeah. For about at least six months. Yeah. Cool. 
good. Good for you. So did we have a question uh, come in? Yes, we did. Um, in, you know, the hero's journey, mm, just they, o- they often talk about uh, the refusal of the call. Mm-hmm. What, what are they talking about? Yeah, and that's a great question because people assume that the refusal of the call is a physical refusal of the call, which is uh, for a lot of storylines, that's true. Um, but let's talk about uh, Joseph Campbell came up with something called the, uh, the, uh, the hero's journey called the mono myth. There's a plenty of information on the internet about it, but it has as a, as a part of the journey is the call to adventure, right. which is the call to, to, you know, go out there and slay dragons. And then there's the refusal of the call. Now, one of our teachers, Chris and my teacher used to say, well, of course, the hero is going to refuse the call. What idiot would want to go into danger? And that's true. That's a good part of the storyline. But what it really means, the call to adventure, in my opinion, is a call to change. Um, And so when you look at scripts or movies like Raiders of the Lost Ark, his call to adventure, and you'll have to buy my my book to find out more about this, but I'm just going to synopsize it pretty quickly. Um, the, the idea here is that the call to adventure is not, he, he's an archaeologist when he starts. He's an archaeologist in act two. He's an archaeologist in act three, yeah. but he changes in the time that it takes for, to get from act one to act three. Yeah. And the refusal of the call is not a refusal to go into the adventure, but because uh, he wants to go uh, find the, the, uh, the Ark of the Covenant. The, the call to adventure and the refusal of the call is a call to change the way that he treats people and artifacts. So I, I get into that in depth in the in my book. You can check it out. Uh, I haven't really mentioned it on the podcast before, and I'm not sure I want to now, but because I'm not promoting it yet. But um, anyway, if you go to Amazon, you can find it. Look under my name. And you can kind of get an idea about what that refusal of the call. Now, sometimes a refusal of calls a physical refusal. I don't want to go. I don't want to go to war. I don't want to go, you know, hunt down that criminal. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. But typically, the, that physical call is also tied into an internal call to adventure. And that's where I think we have to differentiate between the uh, the specifics of Joseph Campbell's work and some of the the subtext that I think is in in his book. So terrific. Yeah. Great question. Great question. So, um, okay. We're going to wrap up in a minute here. Uh, we, uh, have a, probably a right. Do we have a writer's quote, Chris? Yes. Oh, okay. All right. Go ahead. Uh, This is from, uh, the novelist and screenwriter E.L. Doctoro. Oh yeah. Okay. He said, writing is like driving at night. You can only see as far as the headlights, hmm. but you can make the whole trip that way. Ah, I like that quote. Yeah, he's a terrific writer. Actually, he uh, does he does a lot of really good, uh, really good stuff. So good, I think good. his most famous is Ragtime. Yeah, and well, I mean, it, the thing I know more about. Yeah, that's a great movie, by the way. But the, in fact, I haven't seen that in quite a while. Maybe I'll watch that tonight. Uh, but I, the, the thing I see him most, you know, I mostly see his quotes, which are very, very salient and, right. and yeah, to writing and stuff. So great quote. Okay. Well, Chris, um, I know you and I will be talking to each other and, uh, uh-huh. uh, my, I always enjoy that, that process. So 
Um, I hope you have a great uh, whatever week coming up um, <laughs> that you don't melt uh, yes. from from the heat. Uh, yes. Anyway, keep uh, keep writing and keep working on whatever you're working on. I, I always appreciate the uh, the material that comes from your your fevered mind, I guess. <laughs> and uh, for myself, for Christopher Styers at ChristopherStyers.com. And all the people at uh, OC Screenwriters, uh, the, the, the great people there, uh, be inspired and do good work.